0: First time, long time. 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 First time, long time.
1: Hey there, sports fans. First time, long time. I'm Pelly Fitzgerald. He's Richie Baron. Richie, how are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I mean, how could I not be? We just saw a Mets win. Full disclosure. We are taping this on uh, Thursday night, so Avi, Avi. He just uh, came back for the first time. Everyone's talking a bunch of trash. They took out a rib, Uh, but you know he took out a rib for a different reason than Marilyn Manson. He wasn't trying to like you know give himself uh, give himself pleasure. He was just trying to be able to throw a baseball again, and that he did, Tommy. 100%
1: 100% kid. And I was a little worried about Harvey when I went to opening day and they were doing the introductions of Bartolo Colon got like a significantly louder ovation than Harvey. Like they introduced Harvey and, and people kind of golf clapped like he was Jim Furyk and he just hit like a nice, a nice approach on 16. And, uh, you know, like DeGrom, people go nuts, Syndergaard, people go nuts. And I'm like, you know, people kind of forget even, even Wheeler, people, you know, got a bigger ovation than Harvey. So, uh, you know, happy to see him pitch well tonight and hopefully he stays healthy. Well,
0: here's the thing with Harvey. I think, like you know, he we we all bit off a little more than we can chew as a collective unit when we started naming this guy the Dark Knight and this and that. And then I think he started buying into the Dark Knight stuff. Like I think he was probably one step away from getting a replica multi-thousand-dollar Batman costume and walking around New York actually trying to solve crime and save people. So he, you know, he was getting a little too a little too into it, a little too big for his britches. He needs to be more like Thor who wears like the Thor outfit from like a kids are us. You know, he knows he knows that it's all a game, but he's going out there to kick some ass. You know, that's that's how it has to be. Now though, instead of the Dark Knight, he came out tonight and he looked like he looked like Matt Harvey, the responsible chaperone that you would let your kids go on a field trip with. He was just pounding the strike zone, just laying him in there, real calm, cool, and collected. Uh, you know, just a a real a real gangster
1: yeah I tell you kid if, if, uh, if Batman's job instead of fighting crime and saving people was picking up FIT girls at the NYU bars in the East Village like you know that's that would be that would be Matt Harvey I guess and the, and the models too I mean he, he did okay he did okay but happy to see him uh, hopefully off the back pages uh, shout out to Adrian Lima and hopefully just on the the front page of the sports for the, for the good things.
0: Yeah, I mean the guy. You know, I thought he was gonna. I, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm saying, Harvey's cruising. Then uh, this Jamoke Matt Kemp, who is, who is channeling the spirit of Brian Jordan or some shit. He comes in there and just starts pounding the ball over the wall. So now I'm getting nervous because last year that was Harvey's big thing, is that he would go through like three or four innings untouched, and then the fifth inning it would all collapse and and go straight south. And, uh, you know, he recovered, he, he did his thing, and he got out of the game only, I think, 77 pitches. So not too bad for uh, Mr. Thoracic Outlet, which uh, I don't even know what that means or what it is. Uh, but apparently it was a problem, and this guy's got it fixed. So, uh, you know, congratulations to Matt Harvey. Haters going to hate, players going to play, and you, my friend, are a player.
1: I like it. That, <laughs> wrapping it up uh, in a bow for Mr. Javier and we'd be remiss to not mention that. Our boy Wilma Flores homeward and I just want to go on record that Wilma coming out to the Friends team and basically, you know, we touched on this last year that he he learned English from Friends and he loves the show Friends. Uh, this is this should be like, like what we see more in America. Than like all this like negative politics stuff like like this guy, this guy came from a different country like he loves Friends like that's the most American shit I ever heard.
0: Yeah, because he loves Friends, you know, he's he's in good shape here. He's in he's in good shape because Friends is like it's one of those shows. You're not going to
1: people love Friends.
0: Right. You're not going to knock anybody that likes Friends. So I don't think Donnie T is going to give him too much of a hard time. Big Friends fan himself, I'm sure. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, is that Wilma Flores, he's like achieved Bartolo status overnight. He got the second biggest cheer to Bartolo, I think, when they were announcing the names. And at this point, I'm thinking that like he could do whatever he wants. He's got caught Blanche. He may not be playing every day because Terry Collins uh, hates him for some rhyme or reason. But he's he's at that point where like if the Satrum Flaming Arrows are doing their flag dances in like a mid-August game, he could go out there and snap one of those flags over his leg. He gets the biggest cheer in the park, and the flaming—they would just have to go back to the bus and drive all the way out to Sachem. It's a long drive. Yeah, no one. wants to No one. No one wants to go to Sachem. but you know, and no one wants to boo uh, Billy Flowers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go as far as to say that he's got—he's more unbooable at this point than David Wright.
1: Hey, it's, uh, <laughs> it's up there. I, uh, you know, shout out to Zach Genius, good, good friend of the show, guy with the Wilma jersey. He was ahead of the curve.
0: He was ahead of the curve, really before, really before his time.
1: So as we recap Thursday, uh, as we look back, we'll look ahead to the future because we are psychic. No, because we are going to preview this weekend's series against the Miami, not the Florida, the Miami Marlins. And on Friday, we have our boy, Zach Wheeler, going up against Wei yin Chen. And I tell you, kid, we haven't seen Wheeler since the year of the flood.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you, Zach Wheeler. I mean, uh, I think we went over it a, a couple weeks ago, but you know, the last time the last time Zach Wheeler was pitching, uh, the Olsen Twins were still in short pants. So I mean, you know, uh, it's it's been a while. I mean, this guy this guy was the last time he was pitching. Uh, you know, Uncle Phil was still alive. TJF was on. It was in the, in the in the glory days. I mean, you get it. It's been a long time for the for the boy Zach Wheeler. Uh, you know, we traded for the guy. We traded Chucky Beltron years back to get this guy he came up he was he was the first of all these pitchers to bring the electricity i'm pretty sure i remember having my dad dvr his start i stayed up till two in the morning he uh he pitched pretty average so i, I regretted staying up that late but um you know i'm pretty excited for this guy's comeback he's he's worked for a long time i hope they uh they back off that stupid innings limit and just let the guy pitch and uh you know i told i hope he wins
1: I'm just happy that uh Mr. Wheeler is gonna be starting. It's gonna be Free Shirt Friday. It's gonna be at City Field. I hope they have a great crowd. They had a great crowd obviously for the opener. Apparently last night's game, Wednesday, between Cologne and DeGrom was like the highest rated SNY broadcast since the Johan no hitter. Which is
0: That's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Which just shows you the power of Bartolo Cologne. I mean, you know, and no offense to uh our boy Jake. I mean, you know. People are definitely seeing him in those Geico commercials in the empty stadium getting pretty pumped up for his starts. But yesterday it was uh, it was like a memorial service for Tolo. People were throwing roses on the field, everyone's dressed in black. Um, you know, I think they were actually hoping that he'd hit a home run off Jake, to be honest. The first time ever that they've they've hoped for a pitcher a home run from the opposition. But, you know, that's how much that little butterball meant to us. So R.I.P. Bartolo, we miss you. We love you forever.
1: 100%, kid. And one more thing about tomorrow. And, you know, if you're a uh, one of these daily fantasy guys, they say this that bat-averse pitcher isn't a real thing. All I know is that this guy Chen, the Mets, don't really hit him. They hit about 170 you know, on-base percentage of the 220 OPS of exactly 600 against the guy. So uh, not a lot of success against Chen. They got the bats going tonight. Hopefully they can sustain that tomorrow and get a W over the Marlins. And as we head to Saturday for game two of the series, we got Robert Kesselman against Adam Conley. I feel like they faced Adam Conley like 15 times last year. I, I don't know why. I feel like for some reason those Marlins games, I don't know if it's the terrible uniforms or like when they're on the road, that, that terrible stadium, I just rem- they, they kind of stick in my mind like a, I don't know, like a bad piece of pizza that you, you keep thinking about.
0: Yeah, I mean, that definitely sticks in your mind because, you know, it's who, who, who wants to eat bad pizza. Yeah, that's an A-plus analogy. I mean, it, I and I think Andrew Connolly. yeah, we saw him up here. We saw him down there in that, that stupid stadium with the the dancing swordfish that jumps over the uh, the rainbow like it's some sort of like uh, Care Bears acid trip Beatles cover or something. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen a lot of this guy, and, I you know, I think – if I'm not mistaken, he's pitched pretty well against us. So, um, not the best, but I'm sure he is also a lefty, as is Wei-Yin Chen. So I'm sure we're going to see plenty of Wilmer. Hopefully, he can come through once again, and maybe tack on a couple of homers. Um, you know, but it is a Saturday night game. So you know, if you if you were looking forward to a nice four o'clock Fox broadcast or a one p.m. game, buckle up because it's a it's a seven p.m. start.
1: Yeah, I tell you, kid, this really grinds my gears. Like, give me the 1 o'clock Saturday game. Let me get a nice start into Saturday. You know, you hit McFadden's after the game. You're you're home, like, eating, like, the weird halal street food in your apartment by 8.30. Even give me the 4 o'clock game, and you can, like, meet people after the game for a few hours and, like, get home at a normal hour. Like, the Saturday night game, especially in April when it's going to be, like, 48 degrees, but if you're sitting in left field, it's going to feel like, you know, 29. I mean... I don't, I don't understand this, and it's and they've moved more towards it. I don't know if it's like a TV thing. I don't know if I don't, I don't get it. Give me, give me more Saturday Day games. What's, what's the deal with that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna blame it on McFadden's. I think they want that Saturday night crowd. Uh, you know, I walked by the other day on opening day. I heard the DJ pumping some Montel Jordan. I'm pretty sure it's the only album he has. But uh, you know they they try to get plenty of people in the McFaddens to party. Maybe after the game, you go a little crazy. You throw your hands up in the air like you don't care. And uh, before you know it, it's uh, it's one ten on Sunday and, and the Mets are playing again. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the Saturday night games because I am a big uh, I am a big day drinking fan. I like going to the park. I like going to Big Apple Brews. I uh, if I'm feeling fancy like if i get a little overtime in my paycheck a little bonus maybe i go with land shark it's that it's it's a beer owned by jimmy buffett who is like the jesus christ of partying so i get i get like 15 land sharks i sit in the seat i put on some sunglasses even if the real field temperature is like 32 if it's sunny out you can kind of ignore it for a few innings and sit in your t-shirt so uh, i pretend it's summer i just have my land sharks till i'm warm And then, you know, I go home, I I go to sleep at 4.30 and, uh, and hope I don't have the flu when I wake up.
1: Without a doubt. And shout out to Jimmy Buffett. I mean, the guy sings about cheeseburgers and margaritas and, you know, he'll be famous forever because who doesn't love cheeseburgers and margaritas?
0: Yeah, no, if I had thought of it first, I mean, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a real thinking man, but, you know, vacations are kind of my thing and, uh, if I had if I had thought more about my career while I was in the DR, maybe I would have picked up a an instrument and started singing songs about all the stuff I did down there.
1: Speaking of singing songs, I mention this every time we mention Gesellman. best best intro song in the Bigs, "The Stroke" by Billy Squire. Uh, I hope there's a good crowd that is that is fired up for Gaselman. He is uh, he looks like a bro uh, in a complimentary sense, I guess. But uh, you know, I. I you can't judge a book by by its cover, but you can judge most players by their their entrance or their walk up music or their warm up music. Of course, Noah warming up to Thunderstruck now is just like, I mean, take my money, like yeah, yeah take all of it. Like like if if you didn't like the guy uh, before that, he starts warming up to Thunderstruck, and you're like, like holy hell, this guy's this guy can own the city.
0: Now, it's pretty outlandish. I mean, I know what you're saying about Giselman, though. He looks like the guy. That you'd see at a party, and he'd be uh, he'd be doing the hacky sack with a headband around his head, listening to Incubus, maybe and just selling, uh,
1: maybe selling something, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. The you know uh, Girl Scout cookies, wink, wink. So uh, <laughs> Robbie G, he's that guy at the party. Robbie, uh, right. perfect. Yeah, his name's Robbie. <laughs> big big Incubus fan, but before the mainstream stuff. So he listens to like a, a certain shade of green or something like that.
1: That's, I was, was going to say that too. That's yep. That's, that's pretty good, kid.
0: <laughs> that's Rob. That's Robbie G's wheelhouse. So, um, but but you know what? I don't. I really don't. I don't uh, give a damn what he does as long as every fifth day he gets out there and uh, throws that cheese. So best of luck, Robbie G against uh, uh this guy conley who i'm pretty sure we've already seen more than greg maddox so we should have a good a good book on him in terms of scouting and uh god bless i hope you do well
1: i really hope uh, there's a certain subsection of people from an island of a certain age i really appreciated the that incubus reference so that one
0: yeah been... there's, yeah there's everybody out there knows that there's one of those people in every town so you know if you see that guy Uh, soon, give him a high five or a hug, or, you know, maybe don't hug him, because he kind of smells weird. Uh,
1: finally, finishing up Sunday, Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN, which, uh, I, do we get Gary, Keith, and Ron? I guess it's not exclusive for the ESPN games, right, or or we don't?
0: No, we don't get Gary, Keith, and Ron. We get, uh, I think it's Jessica Mendoza, and, uh, in... An old white guy with a horseshoe balding pattern. I just, I just assume that's who it is. Yeah, it's
1: either, I, Dave, it's either Dave Shulman or, or Dave Pash. I usually watch I like those games.
0: Guy. Yeah, I mean, I usually watch those games on mute. To be frank, I mean, I can't handle the whole thing. That the Sunday night baseball really uh, pisses me off. I don't like having a strike zone sit in front of me like yeah. I'm playing MLB the show the entire game. Okay, and I especially get pissed off if I see that there's been a strike that's called a ball because of human error, because we haven't switched over to robots all the way yet. Uh, You know, which is good because you know Donnie T is trying to get more jobs for humans. So let's keep the umpires working.
1: I don't know, but they're they're coming, kid.
0: They they are coming. (laughs) But you know, hopefully I'll be hopefully in five years when all the robots are here, I'll be dead by then, and everyone can. (laughs) Everyone can listen to the show and just you know think about what I was saying. I was warning you, but uh,
1: but yeah, it's just it's not a
0: fun experience. Not a big Sunday night baseball guy, big Noah guy, Um, and I hate Edison Volquez partially because he was pretty good against the Mets as a Royal, and partially because his first name reminds me of Con Edison, and I've had a lot of aggressive phone calls with them. 100%
1: Hundred percent kid and we're talking about Noah God second time on ESPN. I don't know if you saw Synding God was all over the Daily News, the post or one of the tabloids. He was he's dating some former soccer player, uh, from from B C or, or B U, uh, a, a nymphish blonde girl of of Instagram repute. And at this point you'd have to think like Noah's he's getting the point where he's gonna be like really famous. Like he's he's got you know, he's funny, he's starting to get the endorsements and like now he's getting the girls, so, you know, uh, Noah's going to be, I, I don't know where, where I'm going with this. He's going to be, like, if you thought Matt Harvey was, like, famous, and I guess, like, the Dark Knight at a certain thing, like it, like, really peaked, but, like, Noah's going to be there by, like, by like mid-May.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I think, like I said, though, I think it's going to be different for him because he doesn't take it too seriously. So where Matt Harvey thought he was Batman, Noah can can separate the fact that he's not actually a Marvel comic book superhero, he's a pitcher for the New York Mets. And that's that's what's going to happen. Although I would like to see Matt Harvey do the old anything you can do, I can do better, and start dating an entire soccer team. And I wouldn't put it past him. You'll see him at the Ranger game, like a Ranger playoff game on the Jumbotron, just sitting there with like 13 girls. all the, And it'll all say like Boston College Soccer.
1: And they'll be like, "Yeah, he's br- he's bringing the whole team. Yeah, you know, he's he's right. just a nice guy.
0: An act of charity or an orgy, you decide.
1: Touche, <laughs> touche. Uh, and so on that note, uh, you know, the Metropolitans two and one here through three games in this series against the Marlins. We're gonna be we're gonna be recording on on Sunday as well, uh, probably if we're being honest before the end of the eight o'clock game because. It's massive Sunday, and even though I'm gonna get a nice nap, like I I go to bed pretty early on Sundays. So, uh, so this is riveting stuff for everyone listening. But what would what the Mets record be uh, after Sunday?
0: The Mets record after Sunday, I'm gonna say that Conley jerk throws a monkey wrench, but that we are uh, four and two,
1: four and two. I like it. I like it. They always have they always have a weird game against the Marlins. Like they always. I- they always comfortably win two, and they, they get a weird one. I think you're right. Saturday against Conley is going to be tough.
0: Yeah, there's going to be some game where, like, you know, JT, Real Muto, and the Marlins has three home runs out of, out of nowhere. And, uh, you know, is Ichiro still in the Marlins? Maybe he'll jump in the mix and do something wild. I don't know. But, yeah, I think the the Saturday game is going to be the monkey wrench game, the night game. Uh, if you got tickets, sell them, skip it. And, you know and that'll be it as long as we keep winning the series two out of three three out of four we're in good shape
1: love it kid and uh and there we go there we go uh, off to a good start this season metropolitans two and one heading into a series with the marlins as always you could find us on mets ftlt on twitter that's yeah. right you find us on uh, on the facebook where can they find us on the facebook
0: you just put in first-time long-time Mets. You'll find us there. And then uh, first-time long-time uh, pod at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, just whatever, whatever you want to do. Uh, hit us up. Subscribe. Uh, you know, people have been listening. We, we do appreciate it. So any, any feedback you have, let us know. And let's go Mets.
0: God bless. Let's go Mets.
1: Yeah, hey, fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time.
0: Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey, guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from APOG, First time, long time.